we're gonna go ahead and get started. Um, Alana, go ahead and text everybody in the chat, get their behinds on. We ain't gonna wait for them. We can just go ahead and get it rolling. Uh, and uh, tell Miss Stacy get her booty on here too. Um, go ahead, ladies. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a follow y'all today. I was, I, I wasn't feeling good yesterday, so <laughs> I'm a follow y'all. We gonna, we gonna do this, brother Darian won't be able to join us today. He had a previous engagement, engagement, but we will go ahead and start our Bible study off, and uh, uh, we'll rock and roll, Myisha. However, you want to do it, baby. Okay. I'm going to try to get a little prepared here. I'm not as prepared as I usually am. That's all right. That's all. There we go. There go, Miss Stacy. Come on, Miss Stacy. Come on. We got all these talented women of God. Y'all go ahead and start these questions. I'm going to sit back here and I'm I'm here to help. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, <laughs> hello. Okay. The first question is, um, what does prayer without ceasing mean? To me, prayer without ceasing is like, you ever heard, like they say, keep the prayer wheel turning? Mm. Meaning you got like a constant prayer down on the inside. Yeah. I mean, like even with prayer, like Sometimes it might just be a moan. It might just be a, you just hum as you work. It might just be looking up to the sky. It might be listening to the water run, like the bathtub water run, the trickles of the shower. Like some people have fountains in their house, a little trickling of the water. Um, just being ever thankful and ever grateful throughout the day for the small things, for the big things, and just always keeping that in the back of your head, that prayer. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for letting me make it to four o'clock. Thank God I'm off work. <laughs> Thank yeah, God every time I, every time I start my car, you know, I start my car. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for letting my car start. If it's nighttime and I got to drive on the freeway, thank you for letting me make it home safe. Yes. Thank yes. you for letting me make it to my destination with this little bit of gas. Amen. So it's just being ever thankful and grateful throughout the day and praying over like your family members, church members, uh, somebody you see walking down the street or sitting at the bus stop or you pass them by in the bathroom, you know, Lord, touch her, touch him, touch those kids that's acting a fool, throwing rocks, playing in the street. Amen. 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 That's good. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, ladies. Well, I I hate to come come right on in and then start talking, but um, <laughs> stepping on toes. But I love what she pointed out, um, and all of that. And I never thought about it in that context because mm -hmm. that is still considered prayer, even if it's a mm -hmm. short phrase. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord. You know, and I do it all the time, especially on that highway when I'm driving, you know, and people are driving, you know, you're asking for protection, loose your angels. And I pray for other people too, especially ones that are driving like a nut. So I never thought about mm-hmm. it in that context. So thank you for that. But mm-hmm. um, also for me, when it say, uh, say as to pray without ceasing, it's like to always be on guard because the enemy doesn't let up. It's about staying alert. And we talked about it. And I love how these these uh, Bible studies and, and things, they still interconnect because it's still about um, being proactive, putting your prayers out there. So it's, it's already meeting the adversary because you've already loosed it in the atmosphere. And so it's still like an armor of protection. That's when you're sitting <coughs> without praying. You know, you're on alert, you're on guard. And on top of that, you know, it's still building your relationship with God and, and you can pray, but you'll also be able to hear because you're spending that time and building that relationship. So all of those things, it has like a double meaning, maybe even a triple. So, you know, that's what it is for me, because believe it or not, it's important because in fostering and foster care and things like that, I have encountered some little witches and they are dedicated. They have a witching hour and they get up and they stick to it. I promise you that. So when you're praying, <laughs> those prayers are counteracting that crap and bringing it down. Amen. So, I mean, they, yes. So it's important in so many ways because they, when I say dedicated, I, I, I've said it's the saints that get slack and I'm talking about myself. You know, we'll get slack. We fall off. We come off the wall. But Amen. They, so, so I think that all of that, is, it serves so many different purposes. So, yeah, that's what I get from that. Amen. 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 I like that. Amen. Amen. Um, go ahead, Maisha. You, 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 you. Yeah. Comac, <laughs> y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm just here to listen. There's somebody going to want me to talk. Y'all, y'all, come yeah, on, y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all got this word down. Go ahead. Yeah, they do. Well, if if hey, if nobody else wants to speak, you know, Sister Stacy can keep going. <laughs> I know. You, if come on with it. Come on with it. Well, also when we're praying and loosen things in the atmosphere it makes a change you know it changes it takes control and if you think about it even and you need that like at the workplace I don't care where you are in the atmosphere you're shopping anything you know you're out there and it is contagious believe it or not and that's the purpose because so is you know how and the God he the Bible tells us of this you know, like, and we have to be careful with the words and we can lose things in the atmosphere with our tongue, the power of the tongue. So if it has that much power and we're putting it with the word of God, imagine what we're creating and losing. You see what I'm saying? And so it can affect and take control of some of those other things that have been put out. So I'm telling you, it is so many different purposes and we don't really think about it. It's just not just about us. We're not here to be selfish. We are here to connect. We are here on purpose. We are mm-hmm. divinely assigned, whether we know it or not. All of us Come on this phone, this is not a chance encounter. This was designed. Come on. 
Amen. And so we have a responsibility to each other and to other mm -hmm. people that we don't even know. So it's so important that we do pray. You know, we pray for the mm -hmm. government. We think, oh, what can what difference can that make? And I'm all the way here. We know what it can make. It's not going to reach because I'm going to tell you, this sounds really strange. Or maybe not to my to, to the folk on this phone, because we understand. But God actually had me praying for a superstar. And I'm like, I mean, gave me that assignment because he was making so much of a difference. It was for LeBron, LeBron James, because this boy is opening up, you know, he opened a black Amen. school, transportation, this, this. When you are making a difference like that, it's a lot of people that don't want you to understand who you are and whose you are. Amen. And so Amen. when you creating other doors and avenues for people who wouldn't have a chance, what that, you know, coming together has always been a fear of the opposition us coming together and you know because I, it, it has been and so god put him on my heart to pray you know and i did and i don't know what it did but i was obedient and if he told me little old me and at the time north carolina i'm sure he told somebody else here there 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 is strategic you know, and so we just have to, it's power in it. It is power mm -hmm. in it. I've had friends to call me. And um, one of my friends said that, you know, Stacy called me early in the morning before I went to work and I have to be at work at six. So it was early. He's an hour behind. And um, he was like, Stacy, you know, I just wanted to call you because the Lord told me to pray for your husband. And I said, Really? And he was like, yeah. And I just had to call you to tell you that, that, you know, even though I've never met him, you know, I am in prayer. And I said, isn't that interesting? Because I was just in my closet and he fell on my heart for me to begin to start praying. I said, and if we were praying at the same time, I said, you know, God is, is up to something. You've never even met this person, you know. And so I'm telling you, when if, if he's laying that same thing on us, he's laying it on someone in another state, it's power in it. And we may not ever see the result of it, but I promise you, it's it's purpose. It is purpose, guys. And I'm not going to keep going. But God bless you. It is <laughs> you, you, you. You blessing us, Miss Stacy. You are blessing <laughs> us. Uh, hold up. Hold on. Look at my, my lovely auntie as well. All right. We finished to have a blast here. Um, I guess my question would be, people of God, if God told you to pray for LeBron tonight, would you do it or would you say, no, that ain't God? Why would God have me pray for LeBron? I don't know that boy, blah, 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 mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. How would you respond? Because a lot of us, a lot of us would ignore that. We would say, oh, that, no, that's stupid. Why would mm -hmm. he have, but not understanding that <laughs> your prayer whether you know the person or not, your prayer is powerful. God knows the person. Because yeah. I know we, I, I know we, we, we have rejected a lot of prayers that God has told us to pray. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not gonna do that. No, that don't make sense. Oh man, that's that's stupid. Why would no? That ain't God. That must be me. God, right. God ain't actually pray for that person. Right. Hmm. You got. Some of us got some people we need to go back on our list and pray for that God has asked us to pray for, that we didn't pray for them because it didn't make sense to us. But remember, faith without works is dead. And part of faith is praying for those that God put on your heart, even though you may not see the results. Amen. 
Mm-hmm. If I can say, good evening. If some, if God placed somebody on my heart, on my mind, on my spirit, whether I know them or not, I'm going to pray for them. Because we know the devil ain't going to tell us to pray for nobody. So it must be God. Amen. <laughs> And also be careful who you share, you know, your assignment with, because they'll convince you. Some people will convince you that that's nonsense. I shared that same thing and I felt like I could trust everyone on this line. But I shared that with someone that was very close and I was very disappointed because normally she gives great counsel, great woman of God. I don't know if she was in her flesh that day. But she said, well, it needs to be prayer for on a local level, you know, and praying for, I I said, I let her finish because I'm not rude like that most days. But I said, (laughs) I said, well, that should be a given. I said, but when God gives me a special assignment, woman of God, Because being a person in your position, that is a special assignment. And I'm sure you can respect that. I said, I didn't think that I needed to go into detail about whomever else I have been led to pray for. But that particular I thought was interesting. And I questioned myself, but I was still obedient. And I said, but you're right. He gave me that. And I should have kept that to myself because you can't share everything with everybody. I said, so, uh, you know, you continue to pray on a local level and I am too for your government officials and all that, as am I. I said, but I'm going to still pray for, you know, who I was told to pray for. And then she just got quiet because you're out of line and you know it. You know, instead of just saying, well, you know, you're right. I apologize. She didn't, she didn't and she didn't have to. But I gave her something to think about because you don't get to do that. You don't get to tell someone else that, you know, just like, I have had someone when I was purchasing or trying to purchase my home in North Carolina. And I said, I know what God told me. And, uh, and Lord, I've had a lot of Christians. This was a man of God, a pastor. And I'm like, what is in the world is going on? I've had some experiences y'all and I'm still in the church. I still love the Lord. I had another one. He said, you know, I said, I'm going to stick with it. I know what God promised me. I'm not going to give up. And he was like, well, are you sure that was you? Wasn't you telling yourself that? I mean, because wouldn't it have worked out now? And I'm like, whoa. See? See? Wow. (laughs) See? I said, no, I can absolutely hear from God. And and I've had to tell him that on a couple of occasions because he's one of those old school that doesn't believe women can preach. And if anybody else believes that on the line, sorry, not sorry. But, you know, he takes that the term about brethren, literally, I guess. So uh, he is, he is, he's changing, though. God bless him. Keep him in your prayers. You know, whoever he is, I'm just going to say. But to hear that, it just saddens my heart. But, you know, you guys know that I got them together real quick. And it's just like, no, I, I'm, eventually I'm going to learn to keep quiet on stuff. That's why I do. And I have spoken out more recently than anything. But again, God would tell you who to talk to. He'll put people because he knows that we're human. And even though we're praying to him, he knows that we still need someone on earth. He, he knows us. 
And so he will give you that release also, someone that you feel that you can talk to and not that you're not, you know, talking to God, but still, I just be careful if you decide to share, you know, those special assignments or things that God has entrusted you with, because you don't want anyone to contaminate your thoughts. Amen. You know? I, I, thank you, Miss Stacy. Amen. You don't want God, you don't want your thoughts to get contaminated. So I guess again, and this is God tests us. God tests Miss Stacy. He, when she, when he told her to pray for LeBron James, that was a test on if she had faith in the voice that she heard. Because mm -hmm. the Bible says, my sheep know my voice. Amen. No matter how ridiculous you might think the prayer is, it is from your father. Mm -hmm. So to pray without ceasing does not mean you got to pray 24 seven right. and feel guilty every second you're not praying. Pray without ceasing is about developing a lifestyle of prayer so that you don't have to just get up in the morning and have a plan 10, 20, 10 to 20 minutes of your day uh, to pray. So right. basically it's like what Maisha said, pray without ceasing is you are praying naturally all mm -hmm. the time. You don't even recognize you talking to God because it's natural. It's normal. It's just wow. something you do. You don't got to think about it. You don't got to put it on a calendar. You don't got to remind yourself with Alexa. It's just something you do. You just go around, walking around, talking to God. You don't got to say, Alexa, remind me in 10 minutes to get on my knees and talk. No, because I've already been doing it because I have a habit of just yes. talking to God. Yes. Amen. That's what prayer about ceasing is. You just got to have it. Just like you got to have it smoking. You got to have it cussing. You got to have it being loud and obnoxious. All the other bad habits you got. God said, develop a habit talking to me. Yes. Yeah, relationship. Yes. Yeah, because we got some bad habits that do us no good. That give us high blood pressure or lower our blood sugar or get us frustrated and stressed. But God said, if you develop a habit of praying, talking and building a relationship with me, boy, do you recognize you will pray yourself through storms and don't even know it? Right. Because you're talking to Jesus. Mm -hmm. You will put yourself to sleep if you pray without ceasing because you're talking to Jesus. You, I'm sorry, you're talking to God. Mm -hmm. So that's what that means. We just praying to pray, praying out of habit. Because, mm -hmm. like I said, we got a lot of bad habits that we trying to God. We're asking God to help us get rid of, but we got a good one that we need to start introducing in our life on a daily basis, and that's yeah. talking. Simple, simple as that. So, uh, what's what's our next question? Sorry, I had it on mute. If you was to, it was, it was the character in the Bible. Um, which one would best describe you? Oh boy! Go ahead, people of God. <laughs> and I put uh, Priscilla. Mm. And instead, mm. Priscilla was a powerful. Uh, leader. Um, she led by example. Um, she and her husband 
uh, Aquila led the church in maintaining theological purity, uh, love for the poor, um, and mentorship of young. And I help with Girl Scouts. Um, she's charismatic leader, such Apollos, um, who was still figuring out how Jesus fit into God's story of redemption. Um, Priscilla represents God's countercultural instance upon the dignity of women in church leadership and the power he plans to accomplish through them to re-volatize what it means to belong in the people of God and what women can do to lead by example in faithfulness and hospitality. So I like to help out and try to be faithful and I'm helping my sister cook food for a funeral for tomorrow. So that's why I thought I wasn't gonna be ready because I'm trying to multitask, cook and do Bible study. Yeah, you're doing an awesome job. So um, Priscilla, she, um, she was like, I don't know how to say it. Like Priscilla is more like a like a female Reverend Mitchell. Like she's <laughs> she came she came across to like the people. She can relate to the people. She didn't always act like she was saved all her life. She didn't have no flaws or nothing. She was like with the people. You know, like sometimes you go to churches and like you really can't relate because you know, they've been saved for 40, 50 years and they can, they never did no wrong. They only had one husband. They married their high school sweetheart. And <laughs> so it says Priscilla, like she was, uh, what they say, cultural, counter-cultural. Okay. So she was with the people, the poor, you know, the youth helping, being a faithful, being an example, being a leader, hospitality. And you have to be a people person to do that. So she wasn't religious. Yeah. She didn't like, it wasn't no big eyes and little use. So she was like, okay, I'm going to go feed the homeless. I'm going to help these people out. And so. That's not like that for Priscilla. Well, you, 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 you painted that picture, sis. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Who, who next? Miss Stacy, Angie, Mamas, Mr. Comac? Um, I'll go. Um, I don't think that I've ever thought of myself like a character in the Bible, but I have often felt more recently than anything that God has seen me perhaps like Job because of some of these trials that I've had in my life. But that's not a character that I would say or, or, or say that I'm most like, but I feel like I can relate to. And I say that because um, several year, years back, um, I have just been tempted, if you will, um, or tested by, I think, 
the enemy. I think, but you know, of course, it has to, certain stuff has to be allowed. God doesn't do bad, but he, you know, it's like okay, do what you will. Have you tried my servant Job? And have you tried? Stacy, go ahead. And I'm just like, okay, because there have been different people. One that sticks out to me. Um, he was very, very wealthy. And he lived in West Virginia. And so he had been talking about the Lord, talking about the Lord. He would travel to come and see me, or we would either meet midway or, you know, and um at this particular time, it was my turn to visit, and he decided to share. We were overlooking West Virginia, a lot of mountains, and so we were decided to drive up to this mountaintop to look down at all the lights, and he decided to open up about a very nasty, perverted uh, um, habit or um, whatever, fetish if you will, that he had. And he asked me, you think I'll go to hell for this? And I listened. And when he told me the fetish and you guys, I'm sorry, I'm just humorous, but I'm so serious. I started looking in my purse, like what can I use as a weapon if I have to hurt this person? Cause this is crazy. You're going to get me at the top of the mountain and tell me about a nasty, you know what I mean? Fetish. Am I going to have to? <laughs> so my mind is thinking like, what has happened? And so the thing is what I, and I told the, the whole thing is I told him, I said, well, I can't tell you if you're going to hell or not, but I can tell you this, any right. type of situation like that, any type of fornication, you already know is a sin. Yeah. I said, but if that is your wife and you're not defiling the bed and you guys are both in agreement, I can't, or you're not bringing in a third party and all of that. I can't tell you if it's hellbound because if you're in agreement and that's your wife, is it defiling the bed? I said, now I can tell you it's nasty, but I can't, <laughs> you know, I said, but I can't say if you're going to hell or not. But this guy was really, you know, he was taught, like, don't forget, talking about the Lord and knew that Bible. And he just enjoyed talking to me. We would talk about the Lord forever you know, on that phone. But he told me about that. And, you know, he was ashamed, uh, or so he said. But, you know, that was the thing. And it's like, I felt tempted, like, okay. I And I said to God, I said, Lord, if I can turn this down, because being wealthy, but then being, you know, just submerged in, in mess and, and perversion, I said, because perversion grows, it's not going to stay on that same level. Mm. And I don't believe that it started at the level where it was. And I asked him, I said, what did that start as? Because you didn't just get here. He's like, you yeah, know, no, no, no. Yes, it did. Even if you say it. So I'm like, Lord, if I can resist that, I know you have something great for me. Because Amen. I'm not moved by money or whatever, this and that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even with future trials, I did what I thought was right. I thought I was being obedient. And I was telling one of my friends, she should do a podcast on, because a lot of people get angry with God and they turn their back, but they got to come back to, to, to dad. Because I'm like, well, what do you do when your promise or something that was put together by God fails? You know, because there have been some things that I know God 
put it together and it didn't work. But what I see as a failure is not a failure to God because he already knew that was going to happen. And he already has made the provision for it in the future. I just can't see it. So I see it as a failure, but it's still a win. It's just the process. And so even though those things have happened, you know, it's like hurt, disappointment. I get back up get back on one knee, fall back down, something else happened, you know, and there have been times I was like, God, come on now, I I, I need a win. I'm trying to hang in there. I need a win. And that yeah. is okay. People are ashamed to say that, but even Job cursed the day that he was born. And then the next minute he's praising God and faithful. And woman, you talk foolish. Amen. Amen. So don't be ashamed of those mixed feelings. That's real. That's real. Yes, ma'am. So for me, I think that if I had to relate, that I can relate to that. That character. I like that, like Miss Stacy. Yes, Amen. No, everybody, everybody on here, you got a story that you can relate to to someone in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, and which also should humble all of us to let you know what you're going through that you think is so bad. Somebody yeah. else overcome it and conquer it. Yeah. So can you? with faith in him. Anyone else? That's all right. Yeah, I like that. That's 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 good. Job Job show cuz a lot of times when we are especially church folk, we like to we believe having faith is not yelling and screaming at God. No, that's 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 being human. You right. don't want robots. Mhm. There's been, there's been, and, and then part of the problem, when you try to keep all that stuff inside, that's why you sick. That's mm-hmm. why you live messed up. That's why, mm-hmm. that's why you can't sleep. He never told you you couldn't yell and scream and say this. And he never said any of that. None of that doesn't constitute as a loss of faith. That constitutes as being human. Right. But remember, Job asked God, he said, where have you been? Mm-hmm. God said, well, where were you when I created the earth? <laughs> Mm-hmm. So be human. Let your emotions. There's plenty of times I've yelled and screamed. I remember when my grandmother passed when I first moved to Arizona. I'll never forget that. Me and I yelled and screamed and yelled and cussed that guy. How dare you take this sweet, beautiful woman and leave all these evil, sorry, ratchet, trifling people down here? Mm-hmm. He was, she loved you, church secretary. And what did God say? He said, Jamal, it's all right. She's with me now. No more all-timers. She don't got to worry about dementia no more. You will see her again. Thank you, Jesus. I said, okay. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I was mad. You know, she she never got a chance to see me preach. That was something she always talked about. I said, how dare you? He said, no, she's still watching. He sent me to... Hebrews 12 and 1. In Hebrews 12 and 1, it says there's a there's a circle of saints gathered around, cheering us on. He said, he said, your grandmother is one of them, boy. So I guess I say that to say, let your sometimes to get to have better faith, you got to let your emotions out. Yes. When you're going through something, you can't just try to keep it in and try to pretend it ain't bothering you. No, go ahead and let it let because and then here's the thing. The negative thing you got. God know you mad. He know you want to cuss. He know you. <laughs> he know yeah, you want to throw true. something at the wall. He, so you might well go and let it out. 
That is the truth. He knows. Yes. Be set free. He ain't going to look at you and say, oh, you don't got no faith. He just say, oh, look at my daughter. Look at my son. And then he going to come and encourage you. It's going to be all right. Let it out. So I think I think Job is a very good one. Um, but we all have a care. We all have someone in this story. I'm someone in this Bible that we should see ourselves in. I'll put it that way. What's our what's our next question? I don't know if it's a question I don't, or just an observation. It's it just say Second Timothy one and seven, and that scripture that scripture is for God have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. <clears throat> and so to me, that scripture is very important in our walk with Christ. We have to know he has not given us the spirit of fear. So when we feel like that we have fear or we can't accomplish something or, you know, I can't do this, go to that scripture because yeah. we have power and we have love if we in Jesus Christ and he has given us a sound mind. To me, it's easy. You know, it, it, to me, it's, it's, it's easy. It's not complicated at all. The word of God is because the word of God is true. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Amen. Amen. And even though, guys, that the, the scripture says that I, I am just so transparent, you know, sometimes you still have that. You still have that fear. You still have that doubt. And he knows it. I think that's why he tells us not to, because he knows that it's going to come. He knew mm -hmm. that it was going to come, obviously. So he mm -hmm. has set things already in place. Like I said, he'd al he always sends the provision. So because he all, he's all-knowing, he knew we were going to still be fearful, even with him, you know, telling us. But he gives yeah. us something, like she said, to fall back on, to read, to under, you know, to understand. I've had some things to fall through. I've had financial hits and it's scary. It's like it was. And I had to remember whose I am. And, you know, and what it does, it built up my relationship all the more. And it's like, look, he's doing a thing in you. It's not even about that because I had to see I've never missed a beat. Amen. You know, God has covered me. He's touched people's hearts. He's made, you know, checks in the mail, unexpected checks. Um, you know, and he put me in a position or allowed me to be put in a position where when he came through, there was no way to doubt who it was. And Amen. again, that process is rocky, but it, it's still, but you just have to hold. And I'm learning that it's the test is really about how you move in the test. Faith. Even with the fear or whatever, yeah. it's like, uh-uh, you have to go in strong. You have to write and with faith. And, you know, even if you, we get so ashamed because of, I think, past religious teaching and religious rhetoric, it's okay to have those feelings. You just can't stay there. It's obviously okay because God expected them. Amen. Amen. 
And and so you just can't stay there. It's not bad to have that thought or that fear for a moment. You just got to snap back out of it and get back on your post, get back on your walk. Because again, even that is just not for you. A lot of your tests, your trials, because people are watching. They're watching how you're moving, how you're acting while you're going through. Because sometimes your life, it can speak volumes. And people, I've had people to come back. I had a young lady to tell me, well, she's an older lady, but young lady, to send me a text. She graduated um, college. She got a degree and she um, sent me a text and she said, Stacy, I just want to thank you because I watched you when we were at 911. I watched you work from six to six and go to school straight from work, stay up, you know, and not get out of class till one, two, sleep for three, four hours and come back in here. She was like, you don't know how you encouraged me. I was like, if she can do it and, and she has a younger one, I can do it and my kids are grown. And I just want to thank you. So it made me cry, of course. And it, you just never know what you're walking, what you're doing, because people are watching. People are watching whether you know it or not. So, so you know, sometimes your your life is it's not just for you guys. Like I said, we are just interconnected and it's okay to have those thoughts. It's okay, you know, to have that fear. We just have to, to fight. And when you have people like us on the line, the Bible study, you have people, you know, you form friendships, people of faith that can encourage you when those times get rough. And I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes I've been in such a place I didn't want to hear it. Amen. You know, and I know better, but it's like, I don't, I don't want to hear that. You know, I don't say it, but I'm still thinking it like, man. And so even when God has sometimes pray, I did, I, Lord, I'm sorry, right? At this moment, I can't, I will. But right now, all I even if I could just muster out, Lord, let your will be done. That's all I got. Because it's been folks, some he's told me to pray for a particular, and I wasn't in the mindset. All I can say is, Lord, let your will be done. And that's it until I could get to a, a mindset where I was clouded and my heart wasn't heavy. And then, and so I'm, I pray that that's still counting because he didn't say when, he just said pray. And at that moment, I didn't have it in me. I'm just saying, people of God that we all have those feelings sometimes and don't let anyone or, or past religious beliefs because a lot of this stuff is is not of God it's, it's religious rhetoric that's been passed down like anything else those feelings are normal I can remember my great-grandparents and these people were true warriors of God but they were like girl you don't question God like if I would say why this why that you don't it scared them you don't question God and I'm saying and I know better what? Why not? They did in the Bible. <laughs> right. So I'm saying those things have come with us and we feel ashamed. But you know, that's that's not the enemy will use that shame and that fear. Anything he can, all he needs is a crack or credit. So you know, I'm saying those things are there, but you guys, you know, the scripture, it's there. It's okay to have those feelings, just don't stay there. You know what I mean? So it's okay hey. to have, and and if it wasn't okay, he wouldn't have given you the feeling. Because mm -hmm. remember, remember who created you. Okay, he he gave you those feelings, amen. Hey, hey, Jesus had the feelings. He was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, "If if you you can take away this cup from me, 
Please. Mm-hmm. Because he, so having fear, and, 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 you, you said it right. God doesn't give shame, guilt, or fear. We know that's from the devil. Mm-hmm. So if you scared to, if you scared to be scared, you know that ain't from God. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's not from God. <laughs> okay. If you if you scared to be ashamed, you know that's not God's spirit. So Amen. the spirit of God does not make us timid. Rather, it gives us power. Mm. And this isn't our power or some self-help talk to search within ourselves for our own strength. No. We on our own is are weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what to get to. On our own, no, you are not strong enough. On mm-hmm. your own, no, you cannot walk through the valley of the shadow of death. That's Amen. right. So on your own, you do have. So yeah, hell yeah, you should be scared if you think you're gonna make it through this. <laughs> Amen. Yes, you should. You should be that's scared true. as a mother. That's the truth. So fear. <laughs> It enslaves us. It keeps us from living the life of God uh, that God has for us. But as children of God, we need not be a slave to fear, not because there's not nothing to be fearful of, but because our God is bigger than those things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. yes there's a lot of scary stuff going on out here. You got fools shooting up schools. You got fools going around shooting up uh, grocery stores and this and that. You got people shooting people on the highway. You got people killing themselves and killing them family members. Yes, there's a lot of things you should be scared in your own strength. But yes. greater is he that is in me that is in the world. So Amen. if I lean on the strength of God, my Amen. God is bigger than everything that's on the news. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Yes. We have not our power, but God's power. And so children of God have a spirit of God living within them, giving us strength and power. And we can walk through this life unafraid because we have the power of God on our side. Simple as that. Simple as that. We have the power of God on our side. So uh, 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 I don't know what's in front of you. I don't know what might be scaring you. I don't know what's difficult right now in your life, what's making you uncomfortable. You might got something that's intimidating you at work or you just saw that bill in the mail or maybe the doctor told you you had a a, a spot on your lung or whatever, your heart not pumping right, whatever it may be. I don't know what it is, but what I do know is that uh, it might seem impossible to get through. Yes, on your own, very well, it will be. But with God, you can get through it and you will get through it. Amen. I don't know. I, I, I'm not worried about these seizures. I'm not scared about having these seizures because I know on, my, on Jamal's old strength, I'm going to be seizing up all the time. But on God's strength, with my doctor that's never lost a patient, I'm going to yeah. overcome and conquer these seizures in the name of Jesus. And this test with these seizures will turn into a testimony. Amen. And mama's Amen. tears of pain is going to turn into Amen. tears of joy. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Oh, yes. Yes, Jesus. Be scared. If you trying yeah. to if, if you trying to be a mama on your own and, and not on God's strength, hey, yeah, be scared. If you try to make it in this world on your own, you should be shaking right now. But if you know who got the power, you should be strutting. Amen. Yes. 
That's all this means. We that we know we can strut. <laughs> we ain't worried about you can't <laughs> you can't take me, you can't tear me down, you can't beat me down, you can't rip gnaw because I know whose I am and who I belong to. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that's all it means. It just, it just means he he ain't saying not be come on, we we gonna be fearful. Some of us scared to get on planes. I know some people that's scared to skate. Some of us scared to get, uh, 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 what's that that y'all put in y'all hair? If y'all leave that in too long, it's going to fall out. The perm in their hair. I know some people <laughs> like the perms in their hair. They don't want to be bald hair. Okay. My black women don't like getting in the swimming pool. They scared. Okay. We all, God is getting fear for a lot of different things. What we got to realize is we got nothing to be scared of because our power is not our own. Our power is God's. Yes. Yes. Amen. That's what that's what it comes. That's what it comes down to. Next time you go to the doctor, next time uh, 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 you got a big situation, a big mountain, you 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 let that mountain know you let the hey, doctor, I'm I'm not worried about it because my power is in God. I'm on my own. No, I'm not strong enough. (laughs) On my own, I can't climb this mountain. But greater is he again. Greater is he that is in me. I think the next, auntie, auntie, what's the next question? I think it was Ecclesiastic 7 and 20. Uh, yes. The, the next, no, no. The next question is, what is COVID? No, so, it's one before that. Oh, it was a question before that? It says, uh, what is Second uh, Timothy 1 and 7? It's really small. You, like, you'll miss it if you don't look. You oh, see, we, did that's what we were just disgusting. I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did that, Maisha. What's mm-hmm. the next? I'm sorry. Okay. We did that with baby. What's next? What's after that? I can't see. Let's say what is COVID? What is COVID spelled backwards? And what is the meaning spelled backwards in Hebrew? Okay, COVID spelled backwards is deviat, I believe, in the Hebrew meaning. Uh, it means evil spirit. Yes. But I also researched and it also said that it's, that it's not true in, in the Hebrew meaning. That's not what it means. So I don't know. I, I got, um, I did some research on online. I'm, I'm with you, Auntie. I, okay. yes, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what's the next one? The next question. I, I got, wait, why is this serious? I got Ecclesiastic seven and twenty on here. Ecclesiastic that's, that's, that's not that's that's question seven. Okay, yeah. what y'all got after that? I mean, or I mean, uh, before that, y'all got anything before that? Mm-hmm. Question five is the um, what angel told Mary that she would give birth to Jesus, and also what words did he say? Oh, okay, well, we <clears throat> somebody got that one. Well, the um, angel, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. The angel's uh, name was Gabriel, mm-hmm. and the words that he said is that to fear not, for thou hast found favor with God. Mm-hmm. That's what I wrote. Anybody else got something? I have that she was going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. And to call him Jesus. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
Amen. What's after that one? What's after that question? What are you birthed with or being birthed with and birthed with in you or your life where you would say God is favoring you? Ooh, go ahead, Maisha. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. deep. <laughs> yes. Uh, I didn't get that one. Me either. Well, the way I understood it is like God favor us each day. If we wake up and get up, that's favor. If we mm -hmm. still here on this side of heaven, that's favor. And that's mm -hmm. what I put. I said, he favored me because he woke me up this morning and we are, we're still here. And that's, that's, you know, the favor of God. The favor of God is when he, he heals us. The favor of God is when he provides for us. The favor Amen. of God is when he answers prayers that we've been praying, you know, uh, his protection. That's a favor that, the, the, you know, to me. And that's what I, that's what I put. Okay. I just put grace and mercy, but I didn't really know what to put. Well, you, well, 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 y'all basically said the same thing because well, that, mm -hmm. that's, that, that's what Auntie said. All of that is grace and mercy. So uh, what the Bible say? The Bible says each morning we wake up with new mercies. Yes. Mm -hmm. There you go. There you go. That's a blessing. Like you said, Auntie. <laughs> that's all. All of that is a blessing. Um, mm -hmm. All right. I like that. Miss Stacy, you got. Did you write anything down? That, that was a tough one. Trying to, trying to get somebody here. Oh, I'm muted. Sorry, guys. Right. Oh, you fine. You fine. Go ahead. So I was trying to be clear. It was asking because I don't. I think I somehow overlooked or missed that one. It was saying, "What is God trying to birth out in us?" Is that what I heard? Yeah. Is that what it said? It is what it said. I can read it over. It says. What are you birthed with mm -hmm. or being birthed with in you or your or, life where you would say God is favoring you? Favoring you. Okay. Well, for me, I would say um, faith um, because I've had to totally rely mm -hmm. on him because nothing else was making sense. And I can say in, in, the, in the birthing process, and my son was C-section, so I can't tell you what the pain feels like. It's a lot of women on here, so y'all would know, but you can relate. I know that this has been very painful for me, and if it's in, and and if you guys know what birthing feels like, so that kind of pain. And so, but it has built my faith, and it is stronger, and it doesn't feel like favor. This process does not feel like favor. Amen. If I can be honest, it Amen. almost feels like a punishment. But because, <laughs> but because I know better, he has chosen me to be strong enough to do the task that he has set. And he Amen. had to come and talk to me and tell me that, that I was chosen. So I had to change my viewpoint. I can't look through my own lens to make it through this thing. There's no way. 
And so it's like, actually, it is God's favor. You look at it's an honor for him to be able to trust you. It's about your relationship. with this trial he trusts you that you can make it he trusts you that you're not going to hate him and turn your back on him so that is how he sees that you're awesome even though it feels like a punishment it doesn't feel good it doesn't look good you don't see the end and you have nothing to do but trust him and reach your hand out for him and so and i had to change my viewpoint that it's an honor you are somebody to him because this is a big task it's a big job and he entrusted you with it because he knows your heart and he knows you're going to stick with him. You're going to stick and stay. You're not going to run. And so, yeah, birthing out faith. And again, anytime, think about that birth. Y'all know, I don't, but I know what 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 the birth, <laughs> supernatural birth feels like. <laughs> Y'all know in the natural. So I can relate to the supernatural and it's painful. It's painful. <laughs> um. Everybody take a moment real quick and think about that. Think what think of that. That's a good point. You you are in a process of going through something and dealing with something in your life right now that is not Amen. fun. That is Amen. not it, it feels Amen. like torture. Mama, mama, you you taking care of daddy. That's a hard job taking care of daddy. I know that's hard. Um Maisha, you are a mother for your two older to your sons in America. Sister Comag, you God got see, see they made a good point. God got us doing something that don't seem like he loves us, but it <laughs> but right. he does love us because he chose you. Think about think about what you're going through or what you're dealing yeah. with, or your job that you're dealing with. Oh, he chose man. you. That's love. Because he could have picked somebody else. There's days that I don't want to preach. There was times Amen. I did not want to be a preacher. But he chose, he said, no, you're going to do it. I said, but this feels like torture. But I picked you. See, we got to realize that he ain't punishing us, but he's blessing us. See, you got to change your idea of what blessing means. Yeah. Blessing means you got a good, nice car and you won the lotto. Blessing sometimes means that God said, I want you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. All my all my grandparents that had that, that gotta be there for their grandchildren. You thought this was gonna be your time free. Oh. Why God punishing me? He ain't punishing you. He chose you, grandmama, granddaddy. Oh. Oh. Maisha. <laughs> well. He chose you to help your sister. Okay. I mean, let, let's think about because there, there's a lot of times we feel like we have done so much good that this should be our day off. And we don't realize that God chose us is actually a blessing. Hmm. Putting up with that family member that get on your god darn nerve. What? Hold on. What? The, I got to deal with. Re- yes. Because God picked you. That's a blessing. He could have. He could have went to someone else. That should show you how much God trusts you and how much God respects you. That's a lot. Think about that, because there we all got something that we don't think we. Sh- Why do I got to do this? Mm-hmm. We we look at it as being tortured. That God mad at us for something we did five ten years ago, instead of realizing it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. Let that sink in today. Let that sink in. We all doing something. We all do. We all doing something that we don't think we should be doing. We think it's unfair. We think it's uh, rude. Or, uh, we we doing some stuff. We doing. We think the devil got us doing, not realizing it's God because He picked right. us. Trust us. Yes. 
Think about that. What's our next question? Uh, it should be question seven, correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, what we got here? Ecclesiastic seven and twenty. Anybody got it? What I put is that um, Ecclesiastes 7 and 20 is that there is no, not one single person on this earth, in all the earth, who is always good and have Amen. never sinned. Amen. Amen. Let Amen. that sink in. <laughs> exactly. So you know, when we get to church, we get high and mighty. Oh, come on! Don't come on. Have mercy. Come and on. then, and then, don't let us, don't let us get out on Monday. We looking down at everybody. Oh, Look at all these sitting oh, oh. didn't go to church. We gonna do it on Sunday. You didn't miss oh. the football game. You 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 missed church for the football game. Look at you. You're not a real child of God. But the scripture mm. says, indeed, there is no one on earth who is mm. righteous. Let that sink in. Amen. Is righteous. No one mm -hmm. who does what is right and never sins. We are sinful creatures. We always dwell in desire to sin. I don't care how much you pray. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how much you go to church or how much you read your Bible. There's a sinful de desire. There's a wolf howling inside of you. <laughs> That's right. The sheep ain't always bad, bad. Because sometimes the wolf is Amen. <laughs> so even when you do good things, you have hidden agendas. <laughs> they have secret ambitions of the heart which lie behind the good things we do. There's been some times I have done good things so people can say, Jamal, help me. So people can say, thank you. There's been some times that's been in my, that's been, and then there's been some times when I did good things and didn't nobody say anything about the good thing that I did, that I said, mm -hmm. hey, yep. but then I, I had to get with my spirit. I said, boy, did you do that so you could get a pat on the back or did you do mm -hmm. that because you were a child of God? Yeah, right. That's something that we have, that's something that happened. See, that's sin, that's sin right there. The Bible tells us if you get all your wars down here, don't 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 expect nothing in heaven. Mm -hmm. So now I don't give a damn. If I hold the door for you and you flick me off or don't say nothing at all, I'm still gonna smile because I don't want my award down here. I want what God got for me up there. Yes, yes. So right. we all have sin in us, and we often seek to stroke our pride. Have other people praise us, look good to our friends and gain love, affection and recognition from others. And sometimes we do good simply because it makes us feel good. You did something good today, not for the other person, but so you can have put it feel better. <laughs> right. That's sin. Yeah. That's sin. That means you evil. That just means you need Jesus. Right. You need God. See, so in a sense... We can agree with this statement that no one does good for even good things. We do are tainted with ambition, pride, and self-motivation. 
So we really have to understand that we are saved by grace through faith, and it is a gift of God, not by our own works, so we do not boost. So what the scripture is telling us is we every your faith you got is not from you. You get faith from the Holy Spirit inside of you. Yeah. So he's telling us, what he's telling us is we got nothing to boost about. Everything, our grace we get is from God. Salvation is from God. See, see, God knows that our heart and he knows how prideful we are. So if our faith is our own doing, if our good actions are credited, we will act like gods. That's why. That's why. That's why he don't, that's why he said our works are nothing but filthy rags. He said, he said, because if I give y'all all the credit, what would y'all need me for? Right. That's you right. Be, oh, come on, let's keep it 100. If, 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 if you didn't need God, you'd be going around patting your own damn self on the back. Look what I did. I healed myself. Look what I did. I did this. Ooh, Lord. No, no. No. Look at Jamal. Oh, boy, Jamal is strong. Ooh, Jamal made it through. Oh, Jamal can do it. God knows our heart. And he knows that we will want to become gods if we get all the credit. We would act like gods and we would never appreciate what God has done for us. So still, being like that, we've trespassed God's commandments and we are still sinning and deserving of the wrath of God Thus, our redemption and salvation comes from him only and not from our good works. No one is indeed righteous. Nobody is. But Jesus. And so when we humble ourselves and recognize that we all got to struggle. Yeah, okay. Maybe maybe you was the crackhead and I was the hoe, but we still need Jesus. Right. Your sin, your, your sin, your sin just as bad as mine. Mm-hmm. We all need God. None of us, okay, maybe maybe you quit done, you 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 got done getting high in the crack house a month before I did. You went to church Stop. long before me. Guess what? <laughs> we all still need God. We, are, we, we still not righteous, okay? You can sing in the choir better than I can. You know more scriptures mm -hmm. than me. Guess what? Mm -hmm. We still not righteous. We all need God. My works are just as dirty as your work. Yeah, you go to the homeless shelter and you give out turkeys and you give out gift cards and I stay at home. But guess what? All our works is just as filthy. Mm. So what he's telling us is humble yourself. You ain't better than no dang body. Mm. You dirty. Mm -hmm. you, may, you may know how to cover up your must better than others, but you still must it. And that's See? what it is. Okay, some of some of us use baking soda. That's what Granny taught me. She said put baking soda on you. Good to go. So some of us spiritually like to use baking soda and try to act like we ain't filthy. No, we we are we are filthy. And remember the woman at the well when she said, Yes, Jesus, I am that skeezer. I'm the one that's sleeping with Bob, Jim, Tim, and James. Guess what? She got healed and delivered. She was able to run in and tell everybody, come see a man who knew everything about me. But what she admitted was she admitted that she needed Jesus. She admitted that she needed forgiveness. She needed grace that she was sinful. And when we stop trying to act like we are more righteous than everybody and we act like that we know we need God, that's when the power of God starts to manifest itself in your life. Mm 
How can God manifest itself? How can this power manifest when you won't even admit that you need it? Because mm -hmm. a lot of us like to act like, we know we good. So, you know, ooh, oh, boy, them church folks have been going for 40, 50 years. You know, y'all know, y'all mm -hmm. the big scumbuggers. Mm -hmm. Y'all mean. That's the truth. Mean. Stop Looking at oh look at her dress. Hold on, your dress used to be shorter too ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking. I love it. That is the truth. Amen. That is the truth. And Amen. that's you know, Pastor Jamal, you are hitting a nail on the head. That's one thing that I cannot stand because it's hypocritical. You know, people do that, and they will. Shame someone that's new to the church. Let you know, you know, let them come in. Let let God, let the Holy Spirit convict them. But you can't even let the people get in church good before you bash them over the head of what they're doing wrong and shaming them. You will turn them off. You will turn them off from God. I go to crack house, get treated better than that. Yes, and it's ridiculous. At least they're gonna share the needle with me. Jesus. That Bible, I'm telling you, God already know. He knows us, and He knows what we're gonna do. He already, he again, the provision. You, you, you don't get beside yourself. You put it perfectly, because I'm serious. I hate when someone homosexuality is a big one. They people bash, bash, bash homosexuality. Well, you getting it in out of both pant leg and not married. It's fornication. You gonna, you gonna Come both, on. You, both Come you gonna on. get that the same. You're going to get that at the same time. You're going to hit bottom at the same time. At the Sitting same the time. But because yours doesn't stitch in the same like his or hers, yours is better. You want to do, I cannot. And the yep. other thing is picking and choosing what part of the Bible you want to adhere to. Oh, I'll do this, but I don't want to give up this. I'll, I'll do this. I can't stand it. It's the same thing. And so one thing that you did say that I love, even if you are doing a thing and you realize, like you were saying, well, I'm doing this because I want somebody to say thank you and Pastor Jamal help me. <clears throat> At least when you are, when you can hear that, that means your spirit man is not dead. It's very much alive and it Amen. speaks to you more than your flesh. So even if you have those thoughts, you're still savable. It's still redeemable because the Holy Spirit is saying tap, tap, tap. Hello. Right. It's Check yourself. You. Right. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what he does. <laughs> even if you get there, you know that's what the holy spirit does so yep. even if you get there and you bring yourself back it's okay and don't let nobody else tell you it's not you came back they still there you go that's that's why we have forgiveness because mm -hmm. we're gonna sin every day you i thought about you, you you thought about some stuff you didn't even say that was sin today did you ask for right. forgiveness <clears throat> See? it's not too late <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You thought about some stuff at that. You thought about that stuff at them people at work. <laughs> Jesus. That old white, that old white woman at work. I'm gonna throw this coffee in your face. Okay, it's time to ask for forgiveness. That man that you wanted to trip at work. Time to ask for forgiveness. That person that you wanted to flick off oh, on the highway. Time to ask for forgiveness. Oh, that, okay, so that person that cut in front of your head. You wanted to throw some bread at his head. Time to ask for forgiveness. Forgive me, Lord. We be thinking. We be thinking because we didn't do it. We good. No, it's still sin. Ask for forgiveness. 
Yeah. That's forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Them things that came out of your mouth. Because now, because now I want y'all to recognize even the stuff that you say about people, even though you don't say it in their face that you know is evil and wrong, you got to ask for forgiveness for that. Well, There's what about plenty of, time, plenty of time? Well, I hate his dumb butt. I can't wait to he. You got to ask for forgiveness. You can't just say that and go walk away just because you didn't say it to his face. Well, I didn't say it to his face. You still wrong. Your heart is still tainted. Mm-hmm. See, we ain't righteous because I know I know there have been some times I didn't say some stuff about some folks. I had to go to God and say, Father, forgive me. I know better than that. Please, please, as, as David said, cleanse my heart. Amen. Because the things you said about your husband, time to ask for forgiveness. Oh boy. Okay. God will handle him. He don't need you to call him out of that. I'm disconnected now. <laughs> it's boy. I hate him. His old chocolate old butt. He get on my damn nerve. Oh, he get on my nerve. So boring and bland. I can't stand it. Time to ask for forgiveness. God handle that. See, we ain't clean. We ain't. We know. No. 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 Yeah. So that's what we got to say. Because we think we can just say stuff and well, I didn't say it to his face, so I'm good. No, that's a sin. He said, because remember, the Bible said it's not what goes in that defiles a man, it's what comes out. So we got to we got to work on that. But that's why we got forgiveness. That's why we got forgiveness. But the most important thing is if you recognize that you sin, that's when you will ask forgiveness. If you think you are above sinning, you ain't gonna ask for forgiveness. And then on judgment day, when he tells you to go to the left, you go, How come? He said, You never, you never start forgiveness. You right. never had all that crap you did. You just you blew it off. You swept it underneath the rug like it didn't exist when I offered you an opportunity to be white as snow. Yeah, amen. And Pastor Jamal, if I can add, at some point, I have been very arrogant about it too. My flesh got arrogant when the Holy Spirit was like, you know, you should have said that. You know, be ashamed of yourself. And this when it's trying to convict you. I have come back. I mean, and people will probably think I'm nuts because I'm talking out loud because I can hear it in my head. You know, like you need to be ashamed of yourself. You know, that feeling you get. And then I will come back and say, well, I wasn't lying about them. (laughs) See? (laughs) You know, that flesh, that arrogant flesh will try to talk back to it. It's the flesh versus the spirit. So you But y'all know which one is talking true. <laughs> yes. Well, I wasn't lying. I wasn't lying. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. My it's the truth. <laughs> right. And and yes, it is the truth, but it's not for us to conduct. We we supposed to be letting our light shine. Right. And see, and this is what I love about God. When y'all up here cussing at y'all husbands and y'all ex-husbands, guess what God yeah. is doing? He's smiling and he said, That's my daughter. She needs <laughs> That's why that's why I give her forgiveness because I know she gonna I know she was gonna go at him. So God God does not, He's not condemning, He just wants us to recognize where to go after we do. And He will He will build us up because at some point He's gonna get you to the point where when when your husband do get up, when he do leave his shoes in the floor, or when he start talking to you crazy, he's gonna get you to the point where God gonna get you to the point where you start praying without ceasing instead of cussing him out. You're gonna start praying to God. Yes. 
Now, he might think you crazy, but that's when God pull him to the side and say, look here, man, I'm trying to stop you from getting cussed out. Will you shut up, please? Mm-hmm. So we good. We good. We just we just we going to recognize that we are not perfect. Just because I go to church every day doesn't mean I'm perfect. Just because OK, a lot of a lot of folks have went into church. A dry devil got baptized, came out a wet devil. OK, because there's still work to be done. It's the truth. Still work to be done. Some of us, because really the meanest people on this earth is the church. Meanest people. Mm-hmm. Meanest mean. At least at the strip club, they'll move and let you sit down. Help us, God. Mm-hmm. Strip club, mm-hmm. they're not going to judge me what I got on. If I go to church, they're going to judge me if I got a tie on, whether I got mm-hmm. on alligator shoes, if I come mm-hmm. in too late. I got to do all of this. Mm, mm, mm. We got some work to do. That's why I love about royalty ministry. Sister Comac got on here last night and she wasn't worried about being judged. She talked about how, where God brought her from. Amen. She wasn't worried about that. She, she, she talked about her past and Mm -hmm. and how God brought her out, her addiction and all of that. See, because she knew she was not perfect she knew she knew had it not been for god where she would still be mm-hmm. amen so when sister Comac <clears throat> give testimony she always when when people tell she when people say helen how did you make it out she ain't gonna stand up and say well i did this she gonna say god brought me through oh, jesus she yes, know sir. she know where her <laughs> blessings come from oh yes sir See, and, and that's all this scripture is saying. This scripture is saying, don't forget where you came from and who brought you out of that. That's all it's saying. Yeah. Don't forget. Because mm-hmm. sometimes we get we get amnesia about how God brought us through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why I love about Sister McGee. Sister McGee, boy, she would talk about them people at that church. They act like they would. She said, you used to be out there with me getting high. I said, oh, Lord. <laughs> Oh, said, boy, these church people something because they were being in the church acting like they wasn't they wasn't out there. She said, No, Jamal, he was oh, out there too. He was out there too. He was out. I said, Oh Lord, y'all try to act, <laughs> y'all try to act like you wouldn't doing it too. See, God don't like that. God said, Look here, I was out there when you were getting high anyway. Why you keep trying to put on the front like you weren't? Mm-hmm. I was there when you were sleeping with him, him, and him. Why you yeah, I was in the bedroom too. Why you so, so God is saying, why you you don't got to put on that front with him? He said, just be you. Be yourself right. because everyone right. else is taken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You good to go? Shoot. I, I, you know, hey, embrace uh, it. Thank you, Amen. God. I think, I, I think that's our last lovely question. Anybody got mm-hmm. any other comments or anything they want to put on here? I wasn't even supposed to teach today. Maisha, I'm mad at you. You up here cooking and all of this. I want to sit down. <laughs> It was very good. Very good. We Bye. all did it. We all, we, everybody, the whole body, the yes, arm, the leg, the arm, and the nose. Amen. Amen. When you get off Make here, dream I want work. you to go get, I want you to act. There's some things we all need to ask for forgiveness for. Okay. Um, there's some things that we thought. There's some things that we said. If yep. not today, yesterday, or the day before, we need to go and seek forgiveness. There's some things mm-hmm. that we've brushed underneath the rug. because, And yeah. a lot of times we think because no one else is around, we good to go. But we need to remind yourself that God is in the midst. Right. So there's some things that we need to go get forgiveness for. 
there's some, and then there's also some people that God has asked you to pray for that you didn't pray for because you didn't think it was God. Go fix that tonight. Amen. No, 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 no. That's what we're gonna do. So that's what that's what makes royalty ministry school. We can talk about our nasty sins and how God has brought us a long way and still give him praise. Mm -hmm. So we're not Amen. trying to be perfect, we just trying to Come be faithful. That's all we're trying to see. God yeah. don't want perfection because because perfection don't need God. If you perfect, what you need God. And I know the old people used to say God don't like ugly. Yes, God do like ugly because he like you. Yeah, he, he must love ugly because I know the things I've done is ugly. I know some of the things I've said is ugly. I know my actions have been ugly and yet he still wakes me up. God must love ugly. Yeah. Got to. Because if he didn't, boy, oh, the wrath that we would face. Right. And T, will you pray for us this evening as we had send y'all on y'all way? We, Sunday, we're going to be virtual again. Get on. Before you get into your football game, make sure you get a word first because you don't know what else is going to be going on throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Amen. And then we'll go from there. And T, pray for us and send us on our way, please. Okay. Father God, we come, Father, thanking you, Father, for this time you have given us to have Bible study. Heavenly Father, we ask that what we prayed about and talk about, Father, that you would implant it in our hearts, Father. Father, we thank you, Father, for each and every person that attended the Bible study this evening. Father, we ask that you would Continue to bless us, be with us, Father, this evening, Father. Heavenly yeah. Father, we plead the precious blood of Jesus over every family, Father, that is represented on this prayer, on this Bible study this evening, Father. Father, we ask that you would continue to allow us, Father, to have a restful, peaceful, loving evening, a safe and peaceful sleep, Father. We pray for our neighbors. Father, we just dispute our angels. Father, all around our home this evening, our ministering angels, protection angels, and warring angels, and thanking you, Father, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Father, we ask you bless our extended families, our friends. Father, bless us tomorrow on our way to work, school, Father, wherever <laughs> we travel. Father, we thank you for Pastor Jamal Mitchell. Continue, Father, to strengthen him and lead him and guide him. Father God, we pray for anyone on this line this evening they may have any signs or symptoms of any sickness or disease father we thanking you father that you are a healer yeah those that are looking for work those that are expecting raise on their job promotion father we ask that it manifests in their life father father we come against any lack we thank you with the head and not the tail we thank, thank you father that we are above and not beneath and that blessings yes. are in our house blessings are looking for us right now father we thanking you father for every promise in your word and we receive them by faith so father we thank you and we praise you father we thank you father that the joy of the lord is our strength we thank you father that we walk by faith and not by sight so father we thank you for this wonderful bible study father we continue to ask that you give us wisdom and revelation knowledge, Father, to carry on and help build up your kingdom. And it's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Uh, Amen. Jesus' greatest, <laughs> greatest 
greatest followers were the women of God. And we got nothing but a whole bunch of women of God on here. So that's that's confirmation. So the Holy Spirit is telling me to say on Bible study, ladies, what what, what we want to continue to do. We everybody, everybody get involved, whatever it is, get involved. He obviously he really want me to shut up and I'm not being offended by it, but he 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 want his true followers to get involved because Peter and them is running and hiding, but the women <laughs> came <laughs> came to see him. <laughs> so yeah. we Thursday, if you got questions, if you got stuff, you bring the stuff to the table. That's how you start to study. That's how your spirit starts to continue to transform and how you start to transform, even if it's just one thing. But yes, let's continue and and, and invite other ladies, invite other individuals. We, we can make this the women of God Bible study with, with me just on here, just listening, just in case, whatever. But ladies, let's continue to get involved, get in the midst and increase our spiritual growth as we walk through this journey. Amen. Amen. Bless Thursday. We'll see y'all Sunday. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.